Hello and welcome to the Dairy Digest. I'm Dr. Jackie Borman. Today on the Purdue Dairy Digest, we will talk about heifermastitis prevalence and consequences. When I say mastitis, probably heifers are not the first thing that you think of. It is hard to detect mastitis in heifers because you are not routinely looking for it. And according to Dr. Ben Anger from Ohio State, the loss of milk production is hard to see in heifers because you never miss what you don't have. You don't see the milk production that you're losing from mastitis in heifers because you're not actually milking them yet. From several research summaries, an estimated 43% of heifer quarters are infected with mastitis prior to calving. So that means that almost half of the quarters of heifers have mastitis before calving. The largest culprit for intramammary infections in heifers is coagulase negative staph species. These staph species have been isolated from both animals, milking equipment, and bedding, and have been increasing in frequency in several parts of the world. And usually they're now more common than other species like Staph aureus. Generally because these staph species are gram-positive bacteria, they do respond to antibiotics. However, we may get reduced milk production and first lactation if a heifer has mastitis prior to calving. If we have an intramammary infection when the mammary gland is still developing, we have reduced expansion of milk-producing cells. This means that during lactation, we have less milk-producing cells that will have less yield. Evidence of this can be seen when intramammary antibiotics were administered 14 days before calving, and animals in their first lactation had 10% increase in milk yield compared to animals that were not treated with antibiotics. In this case, the animals, we didn't, they didn't test to see if they had mastitis. They just treated half of them with antibiotics and half of them without antibiotics, and they still saw that 10% increase. While it is not advisable to blanket treat all heifers with antibiotics prior to calving, some of these results show how large of an effect heifer mastitis may have and how much it may be impacting milk production. I don't think we have a solution or even know if these effects of reduced milk production are permanent for heifers that become infected with mastitis prior to calving. It does make me wonder what strategies we could utilize to reduce prevalence during critical time periods for mammary development. If it truly is a 10% reduction in milk production for heifers that have mastitis prior to calving, we can invest quite a bit in innovative ideas to try to recover that lost milk production. If you are a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us in iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today, and you can listen to this podcast at your own time. Thank you.